In case you haven't guessed, I have four kids who are all talkers. The only silent type in our family is possibly my husband Wes, and that's only in comparison to everyone else. I have to say, I love this about our family. There are many times when we're all talking at the same time and listening to all of the conversations going on all at the same time, and I love it. But I do remember sometimes when everyone lived at home that I had four people talking to me all at the same time, and I would just resort to shouting, everyone be quiet, let me just think. I was thinking about those moments recently because the voices in my own head were just as loud and chaotic as those four little kids. Voices of anger, resentment, and bitterness. Voices I wanted to silence. Yes, I was having a conflict with someone, and I desperately wanted to take every thought captive to Christ, just like the Bible says. But those voices were drowning everything out. Sometimes my own thoughts run away with me, and I'm having full-blown conversations in my head. Do you ever do that? I just assume an entire scenario of me giving 20-minute explanations or sermons and the other person just listening humbly and nodding and agreeing with me. The only thing that actually does happen when I have these conversations in my head is I get more upset and more discouraged. And even worse is that all of my assumptions and conversations in my head get so loud and are so consuming that I can't at all hear what God wants me to do. When I find myself in conflict with someone and I'm not sure what to do, what I really want is the voices in my head to be quiet so that I can hear and receive guidance about what to actually do from the Lord. Do I go talk to the person? Is this something I should just let go? I need God to guide me. So I end up praying over and over, let your voice be louder than my own. Let your voice be louder than my own. And isn't this what we all need all the time? Let the Lord's voice be louder than my own. So what helps make this happen? How do we get there? For me, it's Philippians 4.8. And today, I invite you to join me in a meditation on this verse. And I hope that it will be something you can come back to and use to help you whenever your prayer is, Lord, make your voice louder than my own. Thanks for joining me. It's Susie here, inviting you to come today and pause and ponder. So here is our meditation for any time we are not getting along with someone else. Philippians 4.8 Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Whatever is true. Help me, Lord, to silence what is false. It's so easy to accept lies or invent them when I'm angry. It's true that this person is my sister or brother in Christ. It is true that God loves them and we are in this family together. It is true that God can speak to their heart about this, just like he can speak to mine. If the person is not a Christian, it's true that this person is a human being and thus valuable to God. It is true that relationship is more important than being right 
or getting my way or being efficient or even being productive. It is true that everyone has conflict with others, and it's true that God shows us the way for reconciliation. God desires reconciliation in our relationships. Think on it. What is true about the person you are having a conflict with right now? Whatever things are noble or honorable, what can I honor about this person's character? Are they trying hard to serve the Lord? Are they a hard worker? Are they honest, even if it's blunt or harsh? Are they acting in love? Instead of making assumptions of a negative motivation or outcome, honorable thoughts assume the best of this person. How can I honor this person by having thoughts that assume the best of their efforts, assume they have the best motives for what they're doing or saying? Can I honor them by realizing maybe it wasn't about me at all and they have hurt in their lives or things I don't even know about? I don't know the whole story. What could you think about this situation, this person that is honorable? Whatever things are just, let me think on the just thoughts that I make mistakes too, that as a sinner I can be selfishly motivated. Perhaps my words or actions have hurt them. What can I think about them or the conflict that is truly fair? Perhaps it is fair to say that I was mistreated or I was wronged. Okay, well, time to forgive. Did Jesus forgive more than this? Has Jesus forgiven more than this in me? Did he deliver what I deserved or take what I deserved on himself? Whatever is just, Lord, let me think on these things. Whatever things are pure, when I have impure thoughts of delivering my amazing one-liner comebacks that sing with how right I am and how wrong they are, you know, the phrase that puts them in their place, oh Lord, change my thoughts to what is pure. Like pure water without a trace of impurity, no guile, no manipulation, no building up of self, Jesus is the only one truly pure, so fill my thoughts with Jesus. Jesus only did what the Father told him to do. Jesus spoke truth. Jesus brought healing. Jesus had compassion. Jesus forgave. Jesus forgave the most brutal assault on him, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And Jesus prayed for unity, for our unity. Purify my thoughts with thoughts of Jesus. What can I think about this situation, this person, this conflict that is pure? Whatever things are lovely and of good report. What are the nicest things I've ever heard said about this person? What is the nicest, kindest thing I've ever seen them do? What could I do or pray that would be kind right now? Fill my thoughts with prayers of blessing and fruitful ministry for them. What could I think right now that is lovely and of good report? If there is any virtue, is there anything morally excellent that I can think about in this situation? Anything good, ethical? Moral excellence is doing what is right. What can I do? that is right, right now. 
showing mercy is right. I must think on what shows mercy right now. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Forgiveness is right. Help me forgive. In my sanctification, more patience, more grace, these things are morally excellent. I can think on lessons in patience and grace for me. Anything praiseworthy. Only Jesus is worthy of praise. So how do I think on things that are praiseworthy? Perhaps it is turning my thoughts to what is eternal. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord lasts forever. So much of what has me riled up is temporary. So temporary compared to my lifetime, let alone all of eternity. Fill my thoughts with what is praiseworthy, like the forgiveness of God that gives me a fresh start, the power of the Holy Spirit to change my heart cry and to cleanse my heart from selfishness and fill me with a sacrificial kind of love that comes from Christ. Transformation by the hand of Jesus in my life, that is praiseworthy. Despite this circumstance, and no matter whether my pain is ever known or acknowledged, Jesus is in charge. Jesus reigns. God's plan in my life, in my whole lifetime, will not be thwarted. His plans are accomplished. God will complete what he has started in me. And God will never leave me. His presence is with me now. All these things are praiseworthy. Already I know my heart and my thoughts about this situation have changed. This is praiseworthy, because without the power of God, I would be stuck in bitterness and resentment and anger. And instead, God has brought forgiveness, mercy, and joy. Yes, joy. God comforts the inner place of my heart again and again he does it. And this is praiseworthy. And in all of these things I will think. I will ponder. I will think on these thoughts until the voice of God is louder than the voices in my head. And this is the path to victory. This is the power of Christ in me. And this is why we are more than conquerors through Christ. More than conquerors because I am not in a competition with that enemy. I am loving them. I am loving them with the love God has shown me. I am loving them with the love God has shown me. Oh, help us all, Lord, when our own voices of indignation, frustration, and pain get louder than your voice of compassion, mercy, and grace. Thank you for showing us the way through, the way to overcome by thinking on these things. Keep me here with thoughts specific to this situation of what is true, honorable, pure, just, lovely, of any virtue, and praiseworthy. And now make your voice loud, full of comfort and guidance and the strength to submit to your will, whether it is silent forgiveness or gentle confrontation. Give us ears to hear and courage to obey. Till next time. Thanks for joining me. My prayer is that this meditation on Philippians 4.8 
will be an instrument of the Holy Spirit in your life to bring every thought captive to Christ as you think on these things.